All right, guys. True Patriot Podcast, episode 27. What's happening, Jake? Hey, we're back at it. Uh, been, a, been a week. Um, Valentine's Day this week, so that was good. Ooh, um, I, yes. do have a, I do have a funny story, um, but first, we should uh, introduce our guest, I think. Oh, this is quite an intro, <laughs> but yes, it is. we have Hannah Luberg in the house. Well, she's here with me in the studio. You're, uh, I don't know, in your office. Um, yeah, in my cave. You're just scared to leave the house. I know you're like a secret service man. Being my held wife against w- your will. My wife went out last <laughs> night, and I was stuck with at home with the three kids by myself. Oh, so, that's scary. Hey, I survived. We all survived. Nobody got hurt. No children were harmed <laughs> in the making of this night out. No so. broken. Uh, what Gary do? Break his thumb? You didn't? Yep. Smash his thumb in a door nope. or something? <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> okay, so I I'll get right to the meat and potatoes here. We got to introduce Hannah Luberg, and she's uh, our guest. She's uh, full disclaimer. She's related to me. Believe it or not, there's not very many Lubergs out there. I think every <laughs> Luberg is related to me, but she's an awesome person. This is going to be quite an intro, just warning you. Um, she's a basketball stud, okay? Three-time All-Ohio in basketball. I think three-time player of the year in uh, the NBL, which is our league around here. And she tallied up, is it 2,991 points uh, career at Tri-Valley? 1291. Yeah. And you shot at a 57.5% clip in high school. So buckets were more than likely going in when (laughs) Hannah was shooting them. And that led to her college career at Akron, where she led the Zips to their first ever NCAA tournament appearance and their first ever MAC championship. She also holds the single season scoring record at Akron. Her and her teammates smashed through many of the record books at Akron during their time there, and they had a great team, and she was kind of at the spearhead of those teams. Um, After college, she had a stint uh, playing professional ball, and since then she has moved on into the professional world, and she's doing well. And there's a lot to talk about, really, if you we're going to dive into it later, but that's kind of the intro. You know, we'll get into the rest later, but that's Hannah Luberg, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. (laughs) Great intro. Um, First and foremost, what you guys are doing is awesome. It's fun to listen to. Gary, I think, is my favorite. (laughs) But other than that... I think Gary's everyone's favorite. He is. He is. But you guys... You guys are doing great. It's it's fun. It's it's entertaining, and everybody enjoys listening. So, well, thanks, thanks for having Anna. me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we've been trying to get you on for a while. What mm-hmm. was it last week? You got you sounded you had like strep throat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of like I don't know if you like it just went around across town and got into my home, but like I've been battling that like all week, like sinus, mm-hmm. uh, snot, mucus every morning. I still don't sound great, but you sound great. Thanks, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Anyways, 
Yeah. So we got her on. I, we appreciate that. Hannah is an avid listener. We need a name for like, you know, how podcasts name their listeners. I feel like it's kind of weird though. I'm a yeah. pod squad member. What's a pod squad? Pod squad. Yeah. She's our, on our pod squad. So yeah. No. There uh, go. I'm, we're glad to have you on the squad. Um, <laughs> so Thanks. how was the rest of your week? How was your week, Hannah? Yeah. It was good. What's going on in your life? Well, um, I told you I didn't want to share my week, but since I'm going to, uh, <laughs> my husband and I did announce to the world that we were pregnant. Oh, so yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Was, thank you. That's a big deal. And you are um, 31? 31. Yep. So uh, this is your I, first? This is my first. So oh, you was right. very planned and calculated too, like <laughs> when you wanted to have a child. My life is planned and calculated. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, yeah. I, me I meant to say this in your intro. You're also a marathon runner. And uh, I think you competed in at least one bodybuilding show. Two. Like, two bodybuilding shows. So, is there anything you can't do? Um, <laughs> I can't draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I try to, but yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's good. That's the thing. There we go. There's that's something Hannah Luber can't do. She can't, you can't have can't everything, draw. just like 99% of things, right? No, no. <laughs> I feel like when you have a kid, you'll get more practice at drawing. And it'll be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no, okay. that that was the big news. Big news of the week. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that was this big. week. And and I feel like it worked out great because we could talk about it now because Last week when we wanted you to come on, you still hadn't announced it. So it'll be yeah. fun to talk about that. Yeah. Well, you two are experts at it. At talking? No, I at children. <laughs> oh, no. God, no. I, did, you, did you listen to last week's episode? I didn't. Oh, well, Jake, <laughs> I don't know if Jake did this or Melissa, but who, who shut Gary's thumb in the door? I wasn't there, um, but my understanding is Gary shut Gary's thumb in the door. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, they was trying to so, figure out. They figured out like a week later it was broken. But oh, it, 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 happened, it happened on Monday, and then he, <laughs> he hit it with a jump rope on Friday in gym class. And the nurse is like, you should probably take him to urgent care. He's uh, oh. it, It's bleeding pretty bad. So she did, and... They did an x-ray and the tip of it was broken, but follow up. We took him to the orthopedic specialist this week and it's a very, very minor fracture at the, only at the tip. Yeah, so they just put weird. a splint on it and they said, we don't even need to see you back. Um, I asked him if he's allowed to still play basketball and they said, yes, absolutely. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> so like not a big deal. <laughs> she said, just she said, play the, ball. <laughs> the only concern, because of how minor it was, she said the only concern that she had was that it didn't get infected. So she wanted to make sure that he was on an antibiotic, which he was. So um, he was ready to take the splint off as soon as we left there. He says it feels just fine. So good. he is good to go. It's a good update. Uh, I guess I can give an update on the only thing that happened during my week is we I, it was Valentine's Day, and I was trying to decide on the episode what I was going to do with Jess because we did our celebration on Sunday. And um, yeah, on the air, I was like, I, I admitted that I told Jess it was a surprise, and I hadn't planned the surprise yet. So <laughs> the surprise ended up being 
which I I I ended up doing what I wanted to do by like putting it off. Like I don't know, things just come to you that way when you yeah. I don't know. But anyways, we ended up going up to Aspen Ski and Board and got her some snow skis, um, which is something. I don't know. I feel like it's something that kind of pays for itself if you're going to go skiing every year. And we got her some skis and boots and that took like three hours <laughs> like in that ski shop. There's really only one shop in in central Ohio to go to. Jess was, I was told Jess that's what I wanted to do. And um, she's like, well, let's go to REI. I'm like, I don't think REI has skis and stuff like that. She's like, oh, it's like a mountain store. She's like, I know it does. Blah, blah, blah. And and it ended up we went there they had they had one pair of used skis and like yeah we don't carry skis so we went to aspen skiing board did that and there we go do you have your own skis hannah i don't you need them because you only have to go skiing like what maybe 10 or 12 times and the rental fee will cover the charge anyway well i'm remember uh have played a lot of basketball basketball so my ankles are awful um yeah i need surgery right now on one so oh my goodness i can't really ski probably this year unfortunately and you're probably tied up during the winter anyway not really bit free to go skiing right the ankle surgery is a result of previous sprains and stuff yeah there's a lot of tears and all that stuff um old old wounds that basically never got fixed yep Mm. yep well, without further ado, let's just dive into just interviewing Hannah. I mean, we could go on and on and uh, talk about our lives like we usually do, but we're really honored to have Hannah here. No, thanks. So when did you start playing ball? Oh, gosh. Probably Gary's age. Yeah. Um, is that six? I always forget six. how old Gary is because he sounds like a he could be Gary 10, he could be 12. He's he's like fifteen. <laughs> he's explaining Bible verses yeah. and stuff. It's it is it is hard for me to remember that sometimes. Uh, yeah. You know, dealing with him and when he gets in trouble, I'm like, "How did you not know that?" And I have to remind myself that he's only six. Of course, he doesn't stupid, know that. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he does. So six. And- yeah, prob- probably six down at the field house. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then just from there fell in love with it it's so young honestly so started playing when did at what point did you know that you were like really good at it <laughs> probably third or fourth grade yeah uh, i started playing with my sister who was two years older um mm-hmm. and from there realized that i could play with those kids and mm-hmm. just like kind of snowballed really, that really helps like being the, a younger sibling yeah oh yeah um, and then you're always playing up from a young yep. age. I feel like it really helps. Yeah, yeah, it was. And and Paige was a good basketball player too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was helpful to go against her all the time and just kind of. We didn't have phones, of course, <laughs> so we were always outside and, yeah, and playing yeah. outside. So where did you guys play? Where did you play most of your like? I don't know, where did you practice the most or play pickup games the most when you were a in kid? the driveway? Yeah, mm-hmm. down there at uh, Grandma Shirley's old house. Yep, up on <laughs> East Pike at uh, my other grandma's house. And it wasn't a great hoop. No, it was horrible. <laughs> I I struggle to believe that that 
I remember like it had the sizing things where you you whatever you take a broomstick and adjust it. It was never right. <laughs> it was never <laughs> right. Like I remember there was like the 10 foot setting, I swear it was like 10 and a half or 11, and then the nine <laughs> five was too low. It was never right. I but know it wasn't. It, there was a little slope, and I remember this hoop sometimes tip forward. So oh, yeah. It was great. Threw a bunch of rocks <laughs> on the back of it and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sandbags and hey, all the things. So it doesn't take much, folks. <laughs> you don't need much. Just a hoop and a basketball. I swear, yeah. I truly believe this when I was thinking about, you know, interviewing you in, in your basketball early days. I'm convinced that playing ball on the mean streets of downtown Zanesville and the Gus Macker <laughs> yes. had a huge impact on your, <laughs> on your game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. It, uh, explain what that Gus Macker tournament was um, to the people who aren't from around here. I, I don't know if it was a uh, across the whole country or not, but it was a big Ohio thing. Um, yeah. So was, did you guys ever play? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when we, we played it was kind of like a joke. <laughs> oh yeah. So so the gut I'll explain a little bit. The Gus Macker's a three on three basketball tournament. Correct. So I feel like this is the the tournament that formed the big three at Tri Valley, which we'll talk about later. It was always you, Carly, and Alyssa on the team, right? Or no. no? It was me, Alyssa, and Jessica. Okay. And then Sydney Lab. I got you. So it's a three on three tournament. And I don't know. It was like 50 bucks probably to enter. Who knows what it was? Our parents paid for it back then, <laughs> let's be honest. But it was a great thing for us to do as kids. Everybody played in the Macker. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was really competitive. That was mm-hmm. rough. It was rough ball. Like there was, I think there was a ref, but you know, it was like street rule. It was street ball. Mm-hmm. It was. And uh, everybody played and it was a little rough. And you know what? I always remembered I'd always have a team. But we'd always be knocked out or playing in the toilet bowl. But it would always be fun to go watch Hannah play in the championship <laughs> later in the day when I was done playing. So, like <laughs> year after year, I don't know how many Macker trophies you got. Um, a lot. Huh? <laughs> Uh, I just threw all my toilet bowl trophies away a couple weeks ago. You threw them away? <laughs> yeah. Threw we, them away. We, if you there is a double elimination, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And if you got if you lost the first two in a row, you'd go down to the toilet bowl bracket. <laughs> so you didn't just have to go home, you'd at least get to play three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we were always in the toilet bowl. That that tournament was incredible. Zanesville, I mean fifty thousand. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. Fifty thousand yeah. might be an exaggeration, but it Hopefully. the streets were packed. Mm-hmm. Um it was incredible it was fun really fun so yeah that that was kind of a big staple of our childhood around here it was they were gonna bring it back this year um but i think it got canceled (laughs) it did i think there's i think they're still planning on bringing it back in the future though aren't they yeah 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 so yeah we can attribute all success all success to gus macker (laughs) because you wanted to win right yes (laughs) i wonder how many how many how many years do you think you won Gosh, I don't know. More more often than not, you were winning the. Well, we would <laughs> play in both Zanesville and Cambridge. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we I probably had eight or ten 
first place. The gold, the gold yeah. macker, macker guy. <laughs> the trophy is a little ba- golden basketball mm-hmm. guy. He kind of looks like Mister Peanut, but yeah. basketball, but a basketball version with a top yeah. hat. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spinning yeah. a ball. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, stuff. And on from that, you obviously we talked about it a little bit. You started your career, you know, in high school. Um, I, you know, refresh us on that. Did you play varsity as a freshman? Yep. Um, I will never forget my grandfather who has passed away told me, don't be disappointed if you don't start your first game as a freshman. And I (laughs) thought to myself, you better start that first game. (laughs) So I did. Uh, (laughs) And from there, yeah, I just played every game. Uh, Fortunately, never got hurt in high school. Yeah. And try your high school was like no slouch in the women's basketball. There's already kind Mm -hmm. of a dynasty going there Mm -hmm. before you Mm -hmm. started. Just so like, you know, you talk about high school teams. Sometimes, sometimes it's not a big deal to even, start as a freshman I mean, i'm not gonna say it's always a big deal to start as a freshman but i think there more than anywhere else like in the nbl at that time it was a big mm-hmm. deal um and you kind of made some noise yeah i just had to prove him prove him wrong so <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal well, i'm sure he was at every game every game <laughs> that's for sure and um so how does how does high school years go you know, it's been a while now. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> we all graduated in 10, right? Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so freshman year. Freshman you remember what happened? Years, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um it was I mean, it was an awesome career. We had uh, really good teams. I think we we went 19 and 1, 20 and 0, 20 and 0, uh, the last three years. So it was we ended up being division one. Um, which if anybody knows Ohio, uh, division one tournament is pretty tough, especially mm-hmm. for a yeah. team like Tri-Valley, which yeah. is really a division two school. Small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a small D one gets. Yeah. Yeah. So we made a good run, but we ended up winning the league every year, but never mm-hmm. made it to the state tournament, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I had to go to Akron and have some success, <laughs> success yeah. because yeah, didn't but, do much in high school. So how um, how was the recruiting process out of high school? What was that like? Uh, actually, it's it's a lot different, I think, than it is today. Yeah. Uh, you know, you didn't have to play travel ball and spend thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. You just had to be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they would find you, and yeah, my recruiting. It started really after my soft, sophomore year. Yeah. Really freshman between sophomore. And I had a couple offers, you know, Kent State, Lehigh. Um, went this, to a, this was your junior year. When did you have those offers? Right after the sophomore year. Going into junior. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then they found you quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Akron, uh, they were recruiting a, a football player. Adam Bice mm-hmm. from our, our high school and the football coach was in the gym and I played pig with him, pig with him. <laughs> and I, 
I think I shut him out. I, I can't remember. <laughs> but he went up to my head coach and said, you really need to look at kids from Tri-Valley. And so yeah. she ended up coming and watching. And yeah. so I attribute Akron to the pig game. And, <laughs> That's cool. Uh, it was close, close enough. And I loved the coaching staff, and <laughs> which I'll get into my head coach. But at yeah. the time, I didn't know exactly who she was, but yeah. I, I love her. Um, she made me the player I ended up being, but and, that's how. And there was, um, you had two other really good players on your high school team. I mean, I'm sure there's other good players, but you guys kind of had a three-headed monster. I yeah. Remember. So they got both got scholarships too, or is those the only other two that got scholarships? Yeah. Uh, Carly came with me to Akron yeah. and had a phenomenal career. Um, Alyssa went to the university of Ashland and she won mm -hmm. a national title. So. Wow. wow. That's pretty cool. It was so what, loaded. What was it loaded? <laughs> what was it like, you know, managing you know you're playing with these other two girls on your high school team that are getting uh recruited just like you are what was it like managing all three of your recruitments <laughs> like were you guys like you know you and carly both ended up at akron were you guys a package deal from day one or um i guess uh, how, did, how did how did you kind of manage egos and you know work together honestly we all played our own roles um mm -hmm. you know we were all different players Alyssa mm -hmm. was the point guard Carly was, you know, six foot two. So she was more inside. And then I was the, the shooting guard, more of the score. Michael Jordan. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we all just supported each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was great. Uh, Carly, there wasn't a spot for her originally when I committed to Akron. And then mm -hmm. a girl ended up, I don't know what happened. Maybe grade in schools or she didn't, something. she didn't go. Oh, wow. So uh, another spot opened up and they offered Carly. It right. worked out. It was. Yeah. It's crazy. It was crazy, but yeah, yeah I'm so be... glad it was it's nice to go with somebody that you know and oh, trust yeah. and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That helps a lot. Like I went off to college with my brother. <laughs> right. That was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know, someone there division yeah. one athletics that first year is rough, a lot of competition. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a different animal of competition, that's for sure. Everybody's good, everybody. Basketball good. team, I can't even imagine. Well, well, let's get into that. I guess okay. we'll move on to uh college. Uh, let's talk. Well, did, did you get out of you guys the big three there? You guys all had like a thousand point careers and. I mean, that's kind of a big deal in the basketball world, isn't it? Thousand at, points at Akron or Tri-Valley High School. I'm backpedaling. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, we'll put the high school career to, to bed. And uh, um, did you yeah. get any records there at Tri-Valley? I think I have a few. <laughs> I, I really don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure you did. A field goal percentage, I think. I'm like yeah. second or third on a lot of things. Yeah. Um. Mm. I don't know. I don't right. keep it in my. Sorry. I mean, I thought you had a Rolodex of what yeah. I still have now. Okay. I did this. I don't know. <laughs> so you're moving into college. Let's talk about it. What was it like? Uh, first day on the on the job. <laughs> um, I always remember my first day. 
the scariest day ever, you know, going from being a star to now, you know, the bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. you aren't very You're good anymore. again. Yep. So it was the first day was, was tough the first summer. Cause of course you leave you up in June. Yeah. Yep. Do summer school, summer training. And uh, from there, I realized that I had to get a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't, I, I knew really off from the beginning, I wasn't going to play. So I knew I had to make the year as about, good as it could be about getting and just better. get better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you had, I think uh, there was a senior in your position. Yep. That was good. And she wasn't going away. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what would, what did you notice right off the bat? Um, what was the big difference between high school basketball and D one basketball? I'm guess I want to guess the height, but I don't know. Height. <laughs> uh, speed of the game was a lot faster. Um, Gosh, I I couldn't defend anybody. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Defense. Well, you went you went from different. guarding you went from guarding you know some four you know five foot four uh, you know kid that is just there because they needed to work out, um, right? And they were good, good in gym class, right? And right. now you're now you're playing somebody that wants to go pro. Uh, <laughs> so you're playing a star, they're, you're they're, the star. Uh, they're. Not going to miss quite as many shots. So you think defense was the biggest difference? Guarding people? Um, Yeah, defense. I couldn't dribble with my left hand very well. (laughs) I mean, I could, of course, but not as good as they needed me to. I I, I knew I was athletic enough, but I had to figure out a way to make her her play me. Um, And I didn't know what that was when I first started. You figure out your coach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the goal the entire freshman year was when you come back, you she has to play you because she won't have a choice was really <laughs> like my mentality. Yeah. So it was outworking, of course, everybody and um, coming back the best I could from that freshman year right into my sophomore summer. summer so. It sounds like you kind of took it upon yourself to put a chip on your shoulder. It sounds like to me. Well, again, <laughs> the same grandpa that told me that I would don't be mad if you don't start. He was he was pushing me to transfer. So oh, really? he said, you know, you deserve better, all the all those things. And I didn't want to be that kid that quit, you know, quit. walked mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So real quick, we talked we talk about you you know, needing to learn your coach, but that whole process starts during the recruitment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, getting to know your coach. So what was it about Akron that made you want to go there instead of playing for another coach at say Kent State or Lehigh, like you mentioned earlier? I, I loved the assistant. Um, she's okay. the current head coach, Melissa Jackson. Okay. Uh, she was just a cool person. And then mm-hmm. the head coach, She's a bulldog, uh, mm-hmm. one of those people that almost you want to play for just to see, mm-hmm. A, maybe how crazy they are. Um, 
I don't know. It was just, it felt right, I guess. Okay. Okay. And it was an hour and a half from home. So that helped. Yeah. Where's Lehigh? Oh gosh. Seven hours. Pennsylvania. Is it? Pennsylvania is a big state. Yeah. Yeah, It's far. (laughs) (laughs) So for reference, we only live an hour from like the, well, maybe an hour 20 from the Ohio Pennsylvania border. But when you talk Pennsylvania, you really got to know where in Pennsylvania, (laughs) because it can be an hour and a half away or it could be eight hours away. Yeah. It's a long state. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah, I was I think in the like northern corner. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember. Long state. Yeah. So um your head coach, Jody Kest, so she's retired now. Um I I saw her coach. She looked like one of those really tough, strong, uh gosh, she reminded me of Pat Summit. Like she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She was. She she was a like you said a bulldog, and, and I could see she she looked like a winner. Um, yes. I don't know Akron's history prior to you getting there. Um, what were their what was their? They were horrible. Yeah, they were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, your head coach had been there how long? Um, I think four or five seasons. So she was angry. <laughs> yes she hadn't been she very looked like long. a winner and like you said i'm sure that's what attracted you there too because you felt like mm-hmm. you could win with this coach and you wanted to play for that coach that's what kept you there um, yeah so that's i was just kind of for reference and and uh so how the freshman year go after that i mean did you play much or no no did you get red shirted <laughs> i did not um, is that a thing and yeah, it's a it thing is. for yeah. basketball figure. I averaged 10 minutes or so a game, which it's, it's is nothing. Like, that's about like what I did and when I played. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a minute in and a minute out. So it's not enough to get in a rhythm. Oh, no. No. Yeah. But then, you know, I was like the practice player. So I'd wear the yellow jersey when there was blue and white. I was on the yellow team. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, it was, it was tough. It was tough. It was being the, like you said, going from player of the year uh, to bench warmer. Oh, yeah. It's a big change. Yeah. But, you know, my family, they would drive. My dad worked at that time in Charleston, West Virginia, and he would drive five hours. To come watch me for yeah, five like, minutes. Yeah. So that's great. They they came to every game. So um, you know, their support, my husband now, uh, yeah. of course, was not when yeah, I was 18. <laughs> so I mean, you know, getting through that period was the toughest. And yeah. then after that, it was incredible. I feel so. like um family support, I mean maybe this is a good topic to talk about i think it means mm-hmm. a lot oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. i don't think like i'm not gonna just make things up and pretend to predict the future but maybe without that support you might not have you know pushed through some of those hard times and i feel like just being there as, like as a family member you know means a lot yeah um, mm-hmm. a, a ton so i mean maybe that could be a takeaway from this episode for some people go to the games 
even if your kid's not playing very much and right you know just being there is gonna help them push through you don't know how they're feeling all the time but um yeah how did the rest of the season how did the season go as far as wins losses um 500 i think another another piss poor year for akron basically (laughs) i don't want to downplay it but (laughs) no that's probably their best season in years it it wasn't and jody was mad she was mad she was mad yeah it it was okay Uh, i mean 500's not bad it's not bad just not good we i think from there we realized she did and and we did it as well we were young and we had a lot of potential yeah. so it just kind of led to you know what was to come um she reevaluated what we did she changed our offense completely after our, the freshman year and mm-hmm. and made us this up tempo 85 points a game just she said great offense beats good defense it's, and it's, that was uh, the that was mentality. That's kind mm-hmm. of a was a big shift for her. It speaks a lot. Of yeah, a coach that can adapt to yeah. the current. That felt like a. I feel like there's a lot of changes going on back then, in a lot of the sports. Mm-hmm. Switching to up tempo, like basketball was doing the same thing, um, and even in football, it was like there was like a changing of the guard from that kind of saying. Uh, Great offense beats, what'd you say? Great good offense defense. beats great defense. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, you see that in like all sports right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the NBA, in football, and it's kind of what yeah. things, and, and that switch kind of happened in the 2000s. Um, and, and, and the coaches that realized that, and this is kind of why Frank Solich had success. It was these old school coaches with their, you know, great, principles and traits otherwise those ones that could switch to the new era of the game the ones that did it quickly Mm -hmm. had a lot of success yeah so that's awesome yeah yeah she we were fast and uh knew that we could run and that was the main (laughs) thing so she just killed us and said push the ball as fast as you can what was conditioning like god (laughs) in college I have PTSD. So <laughs> let's not talk about. <laughs> well, like I don't have much for re- to reference. Like I was not. I was a football player. I mean, it's a little bit different. It was still tough, but I was. I was just kind of wondering what a college basketball beatdown was kind of like. <laughs> oh, I don't. See so how your normal practice. Yep. And then you have a conditioning at the end, just like a, or is it, how, what was it like? Well, so we typically had, well, preseason was more conditioning, lifting individuals, which was just like workouts with your, with your position, position group. And that's when we would just get, you know, 500 yard shuttles, um, gassers, one tens on the football football field, suicides. Oh, yeah. I mean, just crazy things. It just like felt like it never end. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Timed miles. That was always fun. And then uh, is your 
practices typically like i don't know early afternoon or so they were 12 30 to 3 30 um, you had to schedule your classes around practice yep but she realized because we were running this high tempo offense that they couldn't be three hours anymore mm-hmm. um so she ended up cutting it back i think to two because yeah. we were just completely dead <laughs> you gotta go to class and shower <laughs> and study expected to pull good grades try to walk to class <laughs> it was insane but she adjusted she again she's i think an incredible coach she was tough most people didn't survive her they would quit yeah but mm-hmm. if you did which again if you can survive jody kest you can do really anything <laughs> and she would laugh listening to me say that she probably but, will i better watch yeah. what i say yeah me too. <laughs> no i um you know our we wouldn't have won without her yeah so. yeah mm-hmm. uh you build resiliency like that it's like if you can't survive jody at practice what are you gonna do in the game like you right know, um it's pretty cool yeah so i think yeah you kind of lucked out with your practice time that's a pretty good time i mean i don't know though like how often did you have class after practice a lot oh gosh that would suck <laughs> i would feel so checked out well we did <laughs> in the summer we would do the 5 a.m stuff and then one day a week, because one of my teammates was studying pharmacy, we had to go Jeez. at like 5.30 or something wow. a.m. But yeah, the 12.30 was. So was she kind of, the coach kind of adjusted. I mean, basketball, how many pe- players are on a college basketball team? I think a full roster is 15. That's what I was thinking. So it's not that many. So in the college, the, the coach kind of works around her players a little bit. Tells on how good you are. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they schedule your classes. So <laughs> yeah. you get in to the classes you need to. So you're open yeah, for practice like, times. Uh, your degree, what was it? Like exercise physiology? Yep. Um, in a pharmacy degree, some of those programs are... You know, you can only, their classes are only at a certain time and they're not changing them like for some basketball player. That's why (laughs) that one day we had to go at 530. That's awesome that she did that for you guys. uh, Worked with you a little bit. They, they would make us take like physics and stuff in the summer. Yeah. Which was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I remember physics one and two in the summer. And then I had to do all my clinical hours in the summer. So, so. you were a driven a- academically and in sports. That, that's pretty cool. Sometimes you see those college players, they're like, well, you major in it. And it's like, they are, they're all majoring in the same thing. It's Coaching. The, it's the easiest <laughs> major. Yeah. So I think that's Didn't come here to play school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cardell Jones style. <laughs> Did, rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, uh, what Did, didn't he pass away? No, I don't think so. No, who was it? Dwayne Haskins. Oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Sorry, Cardale. I, I think Cardale's still going, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. Was, yeah. He. You scared he's, me there. Sorry. <laughs> I knew he's running the NIL fund now. Yeah. Is oops. he? 
Old yeah. 12 gauge, I used to call it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're similar, though. They're both like big quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. They w- big yeah. dudes, big arms. Yep. Yeah. yeah was, okay. That was crazy. But yeah, sorry. It's always crazy when you hear about, I mean, you hear Jake. Jake's always bringing it up, the big name sports deaths. But it is crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know, once someone achieves that level of fame, you just think they're invincible. 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 And th- yeah. they probably think that too. But everybody's flesh and blood, man. You can die any day. Anytime you get in yeah. that car. I mean. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you better stay vi- vigilant. But anyways, um, the heck were we talking about? I, I don't know. I derailed you. We we're talking about school. <laughs> you ain't managing. come here to play school. No, <laughs> I think a schoolwork versus managing schoolwork and practicing. That's a big change for uh, somebody coming out of high school. There's a huge mm. practice load that's bigger than it used to be. And the mm. academics, um, you know, you can make it Way what harder. you want it if you're a college athlete. But the chances of you going pro, and they kind of tell you this when you get there. <laughs> yeah. There's like a little bit of inch. I don't know about Akron, but at OU, they there's like a there's like a there's guidance there, mm-hmm. and they're kind of when they kind of sit you down. They're not trying to down talk your dreams. Everybody wants to be a pro athlete. That's why you're playing sports mm-hmm. in college. Right. Like, yep, it's not easy. Um, but they kind of lay the numbers out for you, mm-hmm. and you see that the the likelihood of going from college to pro is even way less uh, than even high school to college is it's like a big, gosh, it's like half a percent. And then then everybody's elite. Yes. Um, But things happen. Even if you are good, injuries can derail your career quite easily. Mm-hmm. And you see it all the time. Um, yeah. You see so, those commercials always during the, like during March Madness, all those commercials that like, um, you know, there's so many professional college athletes and only so many of them will go professional in sports and it, like shows all the other career paths that they're, that these athletes are taking. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, they push that hard, I'm sure. And I'm sure they're very upfront with it at the very beginning. So, so, um, you can either, Gosh, you could put all your eggs in a basket, but most people try <laughs> to pick a good major that suits them. And gosh, it's just a big workload. It's a big change. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to yeah. highlight that. Yeah. For no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a rare group that goes division one mm-hmm. and then a even rarer group that will make it to the big league. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a thousand guards that look like me play like me and it's hard to stand out. From. I think you did though, but anyways, we'll, we'll keep moving on Uh sophomore year. Um, did you start? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> First game we played at Notre Dame against wow. Skylar Diggins. Oh man. And I don't know who that is. <laughs> She's a stud. She's still in the WNBA. Are you serious? Jake Mm -hmm. knows. See, Jake knows all sports. Jake knows all sports. All sports. (laughs) He's like Notre Dame, 2008. Yeah. What year was it? 11. 2011, 12. That's good. Dude, Jake's amazing. I just know the name. Skylar Diggins. So, and Kayla McBride was also on that team. She's still in the league. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. They were, they were awesome. Uh, so we went there and played. I started 
I guarded Kayla McBride and we lost by 30. I don't know <laughs> what it was. But that's pr- that's pretty common in women's basketball. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was an awesome experience and it, it led my sophomore campaign. I was mm-hmm. happy to, you know, come back after not playing and then start. So Yeah. So do you um, think that the like the change in philosophy when you talk about her going up tempo did did that help you uh, like did you feel like you fit the system better? Yes. Okay. Yes, um that was huge for me because uh, yeah. I I was fast, so mm-hmm. I ran the left side of the floor and could get those outlet passes um mm-hmm. and then I think I just had to improve, I mean, point mm-hmm. blank controlling i think what i could control and that was just outworking honestly everyone was my goal your mental (laughs) yeah mantra and she she saw that and i think trusted me finally (laughs) and then once you have of course a coach's confidence you have confidence in yourself yeah Mm -hmm. at that point you had a young team. You said, uh, what was, were the other girls? Who was, who else was on this, that team? So myself, Rachel Tecca, your class, she ended up being our class because she tore ACL. Okay. So she got redshirted a year. Yeah. And I don't think it was, it wasn't mm-hmm. this year. Um, your year. We had, Sina King from Waterford. Small town. Yep. <laughs> um, Casey Castle. She was from Vandalia Butler. Butler. And then we had some seniors uh, from Pittsburgh. Jasmine Mushington. Natasha Williams. Gosh, I can't even remember who was on that team. <laughs> I, I can't either. Not that it really matters. but <laughs> It does. Um but I was just trying to the the core of that starting five is still young and yes yeah yeah so it was like Tekka you Casey, Casey I don't know if they started the, yeah they're they probably kinda rotating a lot bounced so how did that year end up I think we won twenty games I can't remember. But it was pretty good. Yeah, like it was pretty good. It was an improvement. The system was working. Mm -hmm. It was worth doubling down on. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's got to that's got to help morale too. (laughs) (laughs) When you're winning, of course, everything's better. Yeah, great medicine. Yes. (laughs) So that I think that year was good, and then it led to our junior year where we made it to the MAC championship. So we didn't win, but that's huge. It was, Uh, they were all stepping stones to get us to our senior, senior year. So the junior year, you made it to the Mac championship and lost (laughs) (laughs) tough. Um, who was your opponent? Central Michigan. And that ended up, they kind of had a dynasty going. Yep. And and you guys kind of started one you were getting there um exactly i remember so the junior year um was it was it your breakout year yeah 
I mean, so what really, what was the transition like from uh, sophomore year to junior year? What what notices in your mindset uh, and changes in yourself as a player? What kind of made you flip the switch? It definitely was confidence from teammates, coaches, uh, which of course leads to confidence in yourself. Um, I think that's a big thing with anything with sports, your job, uh, running a marathon. If you think that you can do it and, and other people do, then you the rest is pretty easy. And yeah, easy. you had that support system. Yep. That would be a good real talk topic. Uh, you know, confidence in yourself. Uh, you know, you can't be the only one that doesn't believe in you, especially when other people believe in you. And if you, uh, if you believe it's going to happen, then it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think like we were talking about earlier in this episode, the support system, you know, it changed. Of course your family believes in you, but that really, when other people that aren't your family believe in you too, I mean, I think that can really be a, you know, it's like everything's coming together. Yes. So that's kind of what happened. Exactly. Um, You always believed you were this player. Yep. And then when your head coach and teammates believe it too, you got to take that and run with it. And I think you did. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's awesome. Just like this podcast, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's all in. So, oh, me and Jake are all in. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, yeah. Your family's Anything. in. Well, yeah. duh. Yeah. yeah. My mom loves it. No. <laughs> so does <laughs> mine. <laughs> They're supposed to. Right. Now, yeah. if mom said, hey, this is a good if mom's <laughs> saying, hey, hey, buddy, it's not sounding so good. <laughs> you need like <laughs> right. Right. Not necessarily because I know, but I already knew I had a good support system. Yep. Some people don't. Uh yeah. it's not their fault. So you you know, we're we're speaking from a place that, you know, a, a privileged really. Yes. Uh we yeah. had you're lucky to have that base. Um, but then like we were talking. Once, uh, once people that never knew you and they just see you for what you are, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, like you said, that might be a good real talk down the road. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Me too. Um, so you're, you're, sorry, Go so, ahead, you, you ha- so now your, your coaches and your teammates kind of see you as the leader on the team. Um, you know, you're the go-to player, um, and you're starting to feel that confidence yourself mm-hmm. at what, at what point do you start thinking, Maybe I am in that half a percent that make it pro. Well, it was really um, starting my senior year, um, you know, before I was kind of in a shadow uh, mm-hmm. and Rachel, we, we always, you know, laugh because she was our, our star, Rachel Tecca. Uh, no, phenomenal. you were the star. Well, Not she <laughs> was, she, she, you know, scored 2000 points in college at the end of her career. I think a thousand rebounds, great, phenomenal post player. Um, mm-hmm. and, and one of the articles came out right at the beginning of the season. Well, I was voted on the preseason all Mac team. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I'm like, okay, you know, people, I, I'm noticed that I'm here. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I was got, you was the team captain and then, you know, really the season started and, and it was, you know, me, Rachel and I, um, and, and senior year. Yep. It's coming together. It's all coming together. Finally, uh, I feel. What's the main goal? MAC championship? Oh, yes. MAC championship for sure. <laughs> uh, just 
Well, and we had lost, uh, we had lost a player, Cinna King, the girl from Waterford, um, right before the season, she got blood clots. So big, uh, part of your team. Yes. She was a double, double. She averaged a double, double. Um, and right before we were in preseason, her leg swelled and she ended up having, um, this protein deficiency that led to blood clots. She's one of those physical players too. And tone setter. She was. She incredible. Yeah. Um, you need those on the basketball team. It's important. And need I him think in the Gus Macker. You need him in the Gus Macker. <laughs> yeah. But she, you know, her going down. I um, about that. Yeah, it was it was a huge, huge loss. And and really we realized, you know, now we're going into the season without her, you know, we all had to had to step up. And fortunately, you know, for her, I'll I'll just she ended up coming back and playing a year after we left and became the Mac player of the year. And so she ended up with a great career. Um, but her going down, I don't know if that made us realize that we all had to play a little bit harder um, and, and to go get that Mac championship without her, which was, you know, ultimately what we ended up doing. But um, I have no idea where I'm going with this statement, but she, no, no, no. It's I think background on what yeah. I think from there, it was like, you know, Rachel and I, kn- knowing that I was uh, a top player in the league, kind of led to, well, maybe I can go next level. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, really throughout the year, continuing to average what I what I was able to um, made it uh, like a reality by the end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So how many points did you average your senior year? Craig looked it up. Uh, Twenty-two uh, something. Is it Twenty-two point seven. Does that sound right? Uh, you don't know all your stats. I don't know. 22. <laughs> yeah, like so, almost 23, nearly 23 points a game her senior so year. So that puts you is... top five in the country in scoring. Yeah. I was uh, 13th. Dang. 13th. 13th. Yep. I'm sure the discrepancy is really, like, really close. Well, it is. I think there was somebody, I think, that averaged 28. There's so. how many D1 programs? A lot. A lot. You're, you're up there. Yes. Yeah. So... It ended up. It ended up good. It was. It was fun. And um. So then you're chasing that MAC championship, the conference mm-hmm. title. Which the the cool thing about basketball is you can be the regular season champ mm-hmm. from the season, the league play, which <laughs> having, no having one the cares best about. But that just determines your seating for. There's a tournament at the end. Yes, right? and that's that's played at Quicken Loans Arena. Arena, which I think the name has changed now. Um, uh, yeah. Rocket Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage. Probably FTX <laughs> Arena or whatever. <laughs> so it was the tournament. We had to play three games in three days. Yeah. And it was So what seed did you guys get? Third. Senior senior year. Third. Ooh. What what seed did you have junior? Third. <laughs> so we were the Familiar same. Yep. <laughs> um and it's a tough three days. I mean, I I'll never forget my coach. I played 120 minutes out of 121, I think, or something, or 119 minutes out of 120. 120. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was 120, 40, 40, 40. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a tough stretch. It's almost like survival of the fittest, um, yeah. especially when you have that. You That's know, a lot, yeah. Those, You're like, I need to get in foul trouble so she takes me out. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's it's so fun. That Mac tournament is awesome. And it was just a great three days. I know, I mean, I know your dad was there 
Um, I think I was were there. you there? Yeah, I'm sure I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I remember Brock was there because he was so little. <laughs> I don't know why I remember him. Um, it, a lot of you guys came up, and it was just it, it, it was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, you were there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. I and there. and Clayton and Kathleen. Everybody I have a was there. I know. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. We did have a picture. We have a picture. One. Yes. Mm-hmm. I probably clipped on that, but <laughs> yeah, you guys were all there. Um, you won. Now, is the Mac tournament? Is this? Is this like Macker rules? If you lose one, you're out. Or is yes, one you lose, you're you lose your dot. Yep. There's yep. not like, oh, I'm in the losers bracket. I have to beat them nope. twice. Crap. <laughs> nope. Okay. You lose, you go home. No, you know it's Mac. You know anything goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. You, know. you played in the MAC, you know. It's a, it's a tough league. It's a good mid major. We were chasing the MAC mm-hmm. championship too, but I mean, unlike you, I quit my junior year. Oh. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> it's a tough. It's tough. Um, I don't know. With sports, sometimes you gotta realize when it's over too. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to make this about me, but I was going into my junior year, and it was either transfer. The point I was at was transfer or quit really mm-hmm. i mean or just like waste my time right uh mm-hmm. so i mean college sports is a time of reckoning and i mean <laughs> you really yeah you gotta just you face what you gotta face what reality is because yeah. a lot of a lot of times the answer is transfer mm-hmm. uh like joe burrow uh yeah like so many there's like riding on the wall where you know you're just playing for a coach that's is not you're just not in the right place mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not the coach's fault, or it's you know, it it is what it is, right? Um, but I I mean, there's also stories like yours, mm-hmm. and that's why you know I wanted to talk about your story. It was transfer was up in the air for you, but you chose to stick it out, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't, right? Um, and I think that's a story. I think it would have worked out for you either way, but you knew you were in the right place, mm-hmm. and you dug your heels in and did the work. It's a great story. It, I think, you know, it makes, I, I believe it, it really helped me become me more. Yeah. Um, you know, you didn't fold no. under adversity. Um, you were no. in the right place and wrote your story. Yeah. It, it, I think, I don't know if I would have ever became the player that I ended up had I not gone through that freshman year. Yeah. Um, I think I potentially could have plateaued or, you know, you've, you're not as good as you think you are uh, a lot of times. You're not. Uh, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> and if you don't realize that from the beginning, then, you know, maybe you just kind of settle and become complacent. And um, so I'm glad. I'm really glad it happened, though. At the time, it was obviously difficult. And, um, you know. We, yeah, we got back into that somehow. But, but yeah. Mac tournament. <laughs> um, man. Yeah, so you faced off against that Central Michigan team again that beat you. Were they relatively have the same players? Yes, um, but a girl, one of their stars, got hurt. That's good. <laughs> that, it helped us. It helps. <laughs> yep. Um, you would have beat them anyway. 
Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I was really glad. We didn't play Central. I'm I'm wrong. We played Ball State. Ball State ended up beating Central before um, in the semis, but their girl had gotten hurt. So Uh, I swore it was Central. No, it was Ball State that we played. Let's just change the story a little bit to make it more (laughs) Central again. (laughs) Hollywood does it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It was Ball State in the finals. My senior year. And you waxed them. No, I, what did the? I think it was a close game. I mean, I don't. Um, remember. I think we won by double digits. Okay, yeah. waxed them. They waxed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Never had a chance. I must remember. I remember your loss. I think I was there for both of them. I remember you guys losing. The loss was bad. It was sad. It was close. I think we got waxed. <laughs> 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 I think it was like I think that it was, was also double digits. To me. In my heart, it was close, but it, it was. Wasn't. You know how basketball is. Even if you're down double digits with two thirty left, you still have a fucking, you still have a chance. You do. It's, yeah. it's not a very good one, uh-huh. especially <laughs> the way you guys score fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you, there really is like ten point swings. Oh, you know. very sure. quickly. Yeah, very quickly. So no, it was it was all worth it. It was all worth it in the end for sure. So you got that MAC championship, which is awesome. It's a big deal. I don't know if it was Akron's first MAC championship. Yeah, mm-hmm. the confetti rained down. <laughs> uh, the the career was not over yet, but you guys earned that automatic. You get an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you got your Akron's first MAC championship. I'm I'm assuming that's Jody's first uh, MAC championship. Yeah. And, um, you know, went on to Akron's first NCAA tournament game, which is awesome. It was, it was incredible. We, we played Purdue at Purdue in front of, you know, 10,000, however many plus fans. Yeah. We got waxed. Yes, you did. I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember this. But it was, it was, it was still a very cool experience. Um, is it better to get waxed or lose a close one? I don't know. I, I think I would have preferred to lose a close one. In that but, situation, I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, Getting waxed does just suck. Yeah. But, just, like, wow, we weren't even close. No. Feeling. Yeah. But no. being there as the University of Akron is quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Um, it, yeah. You know, for the school, for us, for the women's basketball program. Um, you know, even recently the former assistant now head brought us on a couple years ago to talk mm-hmm. to the, the team about becoming a Mac championship. So a mm-hmm. back champion, you know, in general, which is yeah. cool that, you know, those kids now want to know what we experience. It was mm-hmm. tough. I remember like, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very cool. Very cool. It was like years in the making. It wasn't just the, you guys had that on your mind for a long time. Well, an under underachieved high school career. I had to do something. <laughs> yeah. And when we say you got waxed in the NCAA tournament, you weren't okay. I don't you no, know, I don't want to act like that. It it to me in the stands, you didn't get waxed. You were in the game. You were where you're supposed you, to be. Yeah. Basketball's kind of like that. Some teams get hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were hot that game. And sometimes you just, there's not much you can do when a team is hot. I just God. looked it up. You guys did not lose by 30. What did we lose by? 
29. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I remember Eight. this girl just drilling threes like crazy. Yeah, they... To 55. I could not... I don't... I could hardly get a shot off, um, which was not helpful to my team. They had this girl. She was, oh gosh, 6'3", I think, guarding me. Very long. Green um, buckets. No, it's just good it was It was tough. I, I, I did not play well, and obviously that sucks probably didn't help my chances at the mm-hmm. the WNBA, but that's okay yeah so how did that go you still had uh dreams your college career concluded um what's next is WNBA? question mark it was <laughs> it, it was it, what it, am i gonna do you had this exercise physiology degree what was your plans with let, let, let's get into your mindset so post basketball well, through basketball, you have to apply to PT school. Um, so I was going to be a physical therapist. That Your was... plan was to be a physical therapist. Yes. So it requires postgraduate education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three and years. You also had pro- professional basketball dreams, and that's where you're at. Yep. So I had, you have to apply to physical therapy school. I want to say it was by the end of February. I don't remember exactly. So you applied. So I applied before basketball was over um, to many schools. And that process is for anybody who's ever done it. It's um, exhausting. You write tons of essays and all kinds of things. It's annoying. It's annoying. Um, it costs money. Oh, thousands. Yeah. It's unreal. You have to take all these <laughs> tests and all this Did crazy you take stuff. The GRE? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yep. And How'd you do? Just... <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, yeah. But I remember it's really hard. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I did by the I can't remember what month. I did get accepted to the University of Finley um to yeah. to go. But in the same breath, of course, was trying to play professional basketball. Which so at this dream. time your dream. Hiring an, an agent, finding an agent that suited me, and then going, of course, to the WNBA combine and Figuring out, you know, where I might fit. Um, so there's a combine. It was, yeah, there was a combine down in Nashville. So you had to get invited. Yep. Did you get invited? Yep. That's good. So I went down, yeah. had a successful, I felt like camp. Yeah, I couldn't go party in Nashville because I had to play basketball. Um, <laughs> I know it was my first time there too. So it, was, <laughs> it is a cool place. It was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, had a successful outing. Um, but ultimately what it comes down to, of course, is, you know, there are thousands of people very similar to you. There are, there's 30 mm, teams. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a guard and there's a lot of guards Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of scores and I never got a camp invite. So that was tough. Um, Mm -hmm. so you have to get a camp invite. I didn't get drafted. And so then I didn't get a, I assume it's a contract to get a camp. Yep. So you're signed to training camp. Yeah. And kind I like never an undra- got one. Undrafted free agent type yep. deal. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like the NFL, you get a training, sure. you go to training camp and then they cut from there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So my teammate did, Rachel Tekka did. Yeah. She went to mm-hmm. Washington um, and she was at camp for a couple days and then she ended up getting um, released. Yeah. So in that time it was basically obviously i I, i'm not getting a a camp invite so what's next and so that's when we started looking overseas um and ended up in poland (laughs) so you said how how the hell did you end up in poland (laughs) (laughs) so 
<laughs> um so you said no to the pt school obviously oh yes same breath yeah so i was that was that tough for you or is it easy well i i got in contact with the the pt school of uh, university of finley and they deferred my enrollment awesome so they Mm -hmm. said yep you can go play professional basketball and then come back next year the year after Mm -hmm. is just one year one year deferment (laughs) so i was like okay see how your career goes (laughs) yeah (laughs) see if i like it we'll go um and i it was basically one of my assistants at the time at Akron, uh, Glenn Box, his one of his former players, and she played at the University of Illinois, had played in the Polish League for a very long time. And she mm-hmm. had had a great experience. Um, like decent money? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, compared to a couple sometimes? thousand. Well, like the Brittany Griner thing, she's like, yay, I'm going to make more. Wait, maybe you're the star of the league. Yeah, she's the star of the WNBA. I was like a mid-major um rookie who had no no professional experience so no hey scoring record scoring leader at akron <laughs> yes best so ever basically it so, was able to pay for my lasik when i got back <laughs> <laughs> but hey, how was that how was going to poland and living there have you guys ever been to poland no <laughs> no oh yeah a few times yeah <laughs> i mean honestly that great people uh the nicest um it's never a place i would ever want to live you did though i did (laughs) for for six months or so um it it was a great experience i wouldn't change it um poland is just it's an interesting country there there is it does poland border germany like ukraine yeah it's somewhere over there i've never been over there you know they have the concentration camps yeah you know that's what i'm thinking it's very gloomy and dark um very yeah i don't know how to describe they have the old towns and europe is old it's been there way longer than (laughs) yes but um i played for this team asz lublin and lublin poland um and they they were great so did you play other European is like a European league, the you Polish play, league. It's just the Polish. Yes, you only play Polish Poland. Team. Only Poland teams. Yeah, but you know Poland doesn't have highways and stuff, so mm-hmm. you know getting places <laughs> would take hours on hours. Are there a lot? Are there a lot of Americans that play in that league? Two and a t- two on a team. Max, it's a there's yeah. a, there's a limit. Oh wow! Yes. Wow, How and you it? got picked to be one of them. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. Three on a team. It was me, mm-hmm. um, this girl that played for Penn State, um, Dara mm-hmm. Taylor, and a girl that played for Iowa State, um, Chelsea Poppins. So it was us three that went. Um, and then Dara ended up getting hurt. So they brought over. Um, next, a- next woman up. Yeah. Asia Busey <laughs> from West Virginia. She played at West Virginia. Some big schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Something else happened, and then um, what was her name? So, a girl that played at Marquette came. Yeah, Go Marquette ahead. girl. Marquette girl. <laughs> I can't think of her name. <laughs> it's right. It was like we had ton- like tons of in and out, and yeah, Marquette girl. It was wild. <laughs> it was good though. Good experience. Um, did you have a lot of success? Um, is it hard? Like language barrier? Your coach is probably doesn't speak English. Yeah, we had a translator, so that was wow. helpful. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> I learned a couple words, mostly cuss words. 
Um, <laughs> Koshkufka oh. or something like that is basketball. Koshkufka. Nice. Kosh- <laughs> so I have I have your stats pulled up here from your time that- in <laughs> oh, You you played in twelve games, averaged thirty okay. minutes a game, and ten point seven points. That's not okay. bad. That's is not it, bad for a is rookie. It bigger from a, or smaller? The same. <laughs> is is the ball bigger? No, the ball is actually a beach ball. Yeah. Well, it no, was... like wh- when you when you go from from high school, at least on the boys' side, you go to high school to college to the NBA. It grows every step you go. So that's, I mean, it's possible that it does on the women's too. The pole I don't know that. Thirty and a half. <laughs> nope. Everything was not Same. the ball. F- it felt different. A, a professional ball is different than they're not as soft or harder. Um, really? Yeah. It was. And it was a and Polish they, ball. It was a they Polish have a different. Ball. Was it Polish brand? Like it was the same. I don't different remember. brands, probably. Yeah, probably FIBA. I think was, yeah, was the, the yeah. league. That's weird. and they have the they have the different like shape, paint right. It's not I like can... a rectangle. It's like a trapezoid or something. No, ours yeah. ours was a rectangle. Like I the think. lane? Are you talking about? The yeah. paint is that what you're talking about? The- yeah, they, yeah. Uh, it was a rectangle. Just, but yeah. There were different yeah. rules. Um, you know, they play differently than us. I would get mm-hmm. travel travel calls all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, it was a little bit different. They I actually call traveling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like on a <laughs> extra step, a- LeBron a- step. <laughs> average one point eight turnovers per game. Oh man, <laughs> probably traveling. <laughs> probably traveling. Is that considered a turnover? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did it all the time. Yeah. I traveled <laughs> constantly. Yeah. Because it was an American like, thing. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like stupid Americans. Yeah, like they. I knew they knew I would travel because I did. <laughs> it was just a move that we do regularly as as a travel in mm-hmm. Europe. It's so. like if you're trying to do a layup and they sit call travel. Is it? Yeah, if you are catching like. Anyways, on a rip or a drive, you have to put the ball down before you like take a step. And in America, you get you, a free step. You kind of like get a as the ball's going, you can step. And it it was weird. So I traveled all the time. Good for two of those. Again, yeah, at least, at least obviously <laughs> one point seven of them. Um. So you did that for a year, mm-hmm. and then you hung up the the sneakers there and worked with you in Shinston, West Virginia. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So you hung up the sneaks. Yep. And you come out to play with Craig and Mark and at the Luber. <laughs> yeah, no Luber gets away with it. Without no. <laughs> joining the. Oh, I think Paige might have. I don't remember Paige. I don't remember. I forgot. I couldn't remember if we worked together after your pro career or just a random summer when you're playing college. So it was after, right after your pro, yeah, days. Um, and um, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Not fun. So we were working <laughs> in a coal mine in West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, way down there. Yeah, we were staying there. Me we, and we shared a room. Yeah, and we washed rock for days. What? Remember we had to wash all that rock. Because oh yeah, yeah. I I barely. But you have PTSD. You forgot that. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I just have like I've been doing the construction thing for like a million every years. year since then. They all blend together. You're right. So we were washing rock. Yeah. <laughs> In the dark. And then we were crushed for a rock crusher. Probably. Why else would we? Be no, we were rock? washing rock because it wasn't up to code, and yeah. then we had to do that pipe. It was a French drain, and and. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I know what that is. 
Yeah, <laughs> of course you do. But it was like, uh, yeah, we put in a big, we fused some pipe, we buried it, some drains. Yeah, it's yeah. A typical site. Yeah, it was great. We, if we were washing rock, I, we must have been crushing rock. That's the only time we wash it. I don't know. You probably don't. I remember. Yeah, we were running the water truck. Around. Anyways, no looper gets away. No, <laughs> we're, we're all construction workers. I think it's good for you. <laughs> Me too. Um, Jake, you want to do it too? Did I you ever should. do it? I did not do it. No. Uh, Jake worked with me and Clayton in like various other okay. escapades. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is kind of like a child labor thing in high school. We were like <laughs> doing, we were doing like adult work and just pretending we we're adults. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Doing residential work. Uh-huh. They had no, they had no idea. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Anyways, yeah, we so we shared a room. I remember we were like working out, and you were trying to decide at that point, probably if you're PT school or what. Um, yeah, at that point, yeah, it was. Um, um, how'd you end up making that decision? Ultimately, it was, um, my dad ran into the manager of uh, Merrill Lynch at the time in, in Zanesville and at Roosters, and he knew I was back from Poland and he t- told my dad, um, you know, can you have Hannah come in and talk to me, you know, a, about a career at Merrill Lynch. And he came home and said, I think he was serious, you know, oh, about, yeah. so I contacted him and, and ended up going into the office, uh, and just having a discussion. And ultimately Dang. it was, um, it's where I've been for eight years. Um, your job. Offered me, told me about what Merrill Lynch was, what we do, you know, the the potential of of your career and how basically it's in your own hands. Um, so you're a financial, yep, financial advisor. advisor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, they saw something in you that probably, you know, stemmed from your playing days, and it was. It's kind of like leadership, mm-hmm. I imagine. You know, you you gained a lot of good qualities through your athletic career and i think that's probably what got you that job uh the way you presented yourself in on that day like i'm sure he didn't he wasn't sure who you had an idea yeah um what you're about but when you walked in there and how you presented yourself it it obviously got you a job it it did i definitely (laughs) you know college i'll attribute it to basketball and, and college athletics you know obviously he knew i had discipline um takes a lot of it people skills and, um, you know, a work ethic. And that's when you're becoming a financial advisor and building a book of business and joining a team, you know, I was on a team, um, team (laughs) knew I could be on a team and Mm -hmm. that ultimately, you know, led to, you know, where, where I am today and an awesome career. Being successful in business is a lot of, it's all team. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't win by yourself, right? you have to be a great team member or you're really you're the ceiling is so high for whatever you're doing. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, those are qualities that everyone can take. I mean, unless you want to be like, you're, you're going to limit yourself by how well you can work with a team. So you win with people. Yep. Exactly. What, what do you think got you the job the most? Your people skills, your people person. What would you like? I guess the first couple of years, what was it like? Oh, financial advisor without a financial advisor background. background. Yeah. Yeah. What was your strengths? 
Um, social skills, um, people, um, I think obviously I'm a 22 year old or whatever I was trying to, um, get your, to manage your money, uh, (laughs) you know, and who wants to give their wealth to a 22 year old. Um, but again, fortunately I had a team behind me. You're a member of a team. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was helpful. Um, and just knowing contacts, knowing people, um, you know, we live, of course, everybody who listens to this podcast knows where we live, mm-hmm. Zanesville, Ohio. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's a small town, so people know who you are. Hey, it's a city. City, the big city. No, it's a small city. It's as small as a city can get, mm-hmm. I think. It's pretty small, yeah. It's pretty small. But, you know, there is wealth here, and that's what I don't know if people do realize. And, you know, again, just having contacts. I remember you put yourself out there. Um, I remember one of the first things you did when you got that job, I was working with you at the time. You went to the CMX or the Murray mine. Yeah, I did do that. We were working for a coal mine Mm -hmm. and you weren't afraid to put yourself out there. You talked to somebody and you went to the office of this Murray energy, which is, Gosh, they're probably not doing so hot right now, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's a coal mine uh, company, one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And she went there and gave a presentation on, you know, financial planning. And she... I did everything under the sun. I can't yeah. even describe to you. Um, you weren't shy. <laughs> no. Yeah. You put yourself out there. Yeah. That was your strength. Like you didn't care. Like this is your job. You know, you know, I mean, so I was just. Just wanted to point something out. I noticed like you were 21 year old. You didn't have much experience, but you knew, you know, I mean, you just had something to offer people and you weren't scared to put yourself out there and ask, you know, Correct. for your, their business. What or- you don't know, you don't know, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was almost maybe, I don't know if I was naive or just had nothing to lose, I guess. Yeah. You're like, it's either this, it's, it's or- either I'm going to be good at doing this <laughs> or you're going to go to PT school. Yeah. Or- Obviously, veered toward the former. Uh, you wanted to give yourself a shot at this financial advisor right. stuff, and mm-hmm. I think you've done great. It it was it's funny, um, you know, just even joining things, um, creating the half marathon was a big um, for me. It was oh, yeah. okay if I tie my name to something successful, then people know. Yeah, for reference. Uh, Hannah runs the Zanesville half marathon. Uh, if you see, not like she organizes, she doesn't like physically run it. Correct. I And gosh, yeah, I'm sure that came with a lot of challenges. It's like you, um, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this in previous episodes. You like changing the limit. You just keep changing it. You just keep yep. making things up. <laughs> just move it on up. Just to improve yourself. And Make it up. Gosh, you <laughs> you made up a podcast and look at this. Yeah, look at this. Look at it. <laughs> No, you just yeah. got to make it up. Yeah. I mean, you you are, I don't want to sound disparaging or anything to anything you've done, but you are what you pretend to be. Like you yeah. are what you <laughs> want to be. You just make it up. You're like, I am this. If for a while you have um, imposter syndrome, maybe mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not a financial advisor, but you I'm going to be, I guess, you know, you, yeah. are what, you are what you pretend to be. You're exactly right. You are. And that's. You create your own reality to some extent. Yeah. All the same. It's all time back. If you believe it, <laughs> if you believe it, it will come true. So mm-hmm. I guess you believe that you could become a financial advisor. Therefore, 
it didn't matter what everybody else believed because they'll, they'll believe it eventually. At some point, you decided you was going to be a marathon runner. I do want to touch on that real quick. Yeah. How was that? What? What? When did you fit that in during all this? I don't know. One year, my friend Alyssa uh, asked if I wanted, would run the marathon with her. And what year? I'd just like to know where it fits in. I don't. Is this was, organizing or actually physically? No, she running? actually I ran one. <laughs> okay. okay. This was two thousand and. 17 spring of 17 okay so this is after a little couple years after after you decided you're gonna be a financial advisor yes i was working at merrill lynch at the time yeah and so i ran then so when i ran the marathon in that spring and then that falls winters when i started training and then i did the bodybuilding in 18 and then in 19 freaking going nuts yeah i had a three-year gap of craziness <laughs> no like a lot of fitness um where did you run your marathon columbus oh yeah that- I mean, see, I'm really interested in this because that's what I want to do this You'll year. You'll do it. Yeah. Very scared. You'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, I just want to finish. You'll I, finish. Uh, yeah. Great for me. Relative. Great is re- greatness is relative. Jake, are you going to do it? <laughs> I'm going to do the half. Perfect. You should do my yeah. half too. Oh, yeah. When, got it, when is that? September 30th. Everybody do this. Yeah. This, this is might as well be the plug for the Zanesville yeah. half marathon. If yeah. anyone's thinking about doing a half marathon this year, do that one. In Zanesville, you can meet us. Yeah, you could talk well, to Hannah. Be, she might be like running around with a megaphone or something. <laughs> she might say, "Oh, I did that." I don't know if I'll be there. I might be having a child at that time, oh, so yeah. I probably won't be there. But uh, my when is my, your due date? The twentieth, and the race oh, is wow. the thirtieth, September. Yep, thirtieth. Yeah, yeah nice. you'll be busy. What? What? A uh, guess you didn't really plan on that happening that that time and up that way. I know. I, yeah, I just hit when it's going to be so i do want to talk about the marathon though okay how was that wait when you hit mile 21 (laughs) there is a real wall and that was it for you yeah 21 Uh, exactly at mile 21 it well if i hit that wall at like 17 am i just done i don't know stick a fork at me it's (laughs) it's such an amazing you'll be great i mean the people pushing you through it's but the the wall is real and what's the wall feel like <laughs> well we we decided Alyssa and I that we were going to walk water stations and then run till the next water station and the stopping you could hardly get going again we would push each other to get going nice again stuck together <laughs> yes and that was having somebody and I don't know if you can have somebody it's super helpful I don't think anyone's doing it with me because well, it's so hard to find somebody that's the same pace Mm-hmm. Like we've done these. Maybe Josh. Josh will blow me out of the freaking no, won't. <laughs> I will hold him back. I don't care. I don't you, need anybody. You don't need anybody, but it, yeah, you'll be fine. It's getting through that finish line. I think to find someone that wants to operate at the same pace is very rare. Mm-hmm. Lucky. It was lucky. Shout out yeah. to Alyssa. Running's but, hard. I, I try to run with. You and Jess and I, like, it's really hard to find the same pace mm-hmm. human being because there's so many. Jake, this is your. Me and Jake could. Yeah, we, me and Jake probably be close. Maybe. So the wall. Know. The wall. The wall is real, but you'll. Just keep going. You'll do great. So you walked some of it. I walked water stations after mile 21. What does that mean? Walk water station. Like you. Like walk- as I got my water, I would walk. Oh yeah, well, like thirty seconds. Yes, but <laughs> and don't really. I don't recommend it because then you couldn't get running again. And yeah, well. I plan on walking a lot more than that. Okay, well, <laughs> good luck. We'll see. You got it. Hey, if you think you can do it, you can do it, right, Jake? 
Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to pretend to be a marathon runner. (laughs) Yeah. Imposter, but you're going to get it done. Exactly. You're only an imposter if you don't believe it. Exactly. I'm going to pretend to be a marathon runner on that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to train. Is it in October? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do yours first. You're very inspiring. Uh, that like you've inspired me to do that. I don't know why, but you like, can do you, it. Yeah, thank you. It's good. Let's do it. Next, you're going to be a bodybuilder. No, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could dive into that too, but I think Jake is limited on time. What a piece of crap. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, quarter after. <laughs> time for Jake to go, man. I mean, we could have Hannah back on some other time, but what yeah. a great. That's a pretty good. Hannah Luberg rundown intro. We didn't quite get mm-hmm. into the bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, that was a, um, but yeah, you did that for two, <laughs> two years. Mm-hmm. You look good. We'll throw up a picture. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that can be our, uh, maybe that, well, when you Google Hannah Luberg, which I did this morning, it's one of the first pictures. I mean, no, it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I don't know why it pops up like that. <laughs> Yo. So um, I, I appreciate you guys, of course, having me on. You can come back on some other time. I know we're like really diving into your life. Yeah. I don't know if it's interesting. Yeah. So if anybody listens, thanks. Um, <laughs> if it's not, it, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that follow you and look up to you more than you think. Um, so they're going to tune in. We also forgot to mention Hannah's also a assistant basketball coach now. Yeah. For her alma mater. Um, gosh, I, I there's so much here. <laughs> so little time. But mm-hmm. um gosh, I bet that that's really um probably brings things full circle for you. You're have your successful c- career and you get you're still tied to basketball um in some way. Yeah. Just, so you're an assistant coach for the varsity team? Yep. Um, just, it's, you know, again, being able to have any type of impact on, on kids. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's fun. And, um, yeah, it's great. And I'm glad you're doing it. Um, I'm sure your players will listen to this interview. I don't know if they will or not. <laughs> they, yeah, they I'm, might, you know, and they then they'll will. make fun. You know, they sure. will. Yeah. Um, so hi, <laughs> hi girls, who knows what, whoever else from Tri-Valley, but I just I think it's great that you you can tell your story and the kind of things you went through, even though it doesn't seem like a big deal to you, um, the little hiccups and hangups, if you can push through them and rally around your support system, I feel like that's kind of really the message we we've put out here. Yep, that's un- what it is. Un- uncovered from the depths of your <laughs> basketball career. Yeah. And hopefully you can fix that ankle soon. I know. <laughs> yes. Supporting, you know, your family, like you said, those around you, even when, um, you know, sometimes, like you said, maybe they might not be playing or might not be having the most success staying with them and rallying around them. And, you know, success breeds success. So um, sticking together yeah. and we'll continue to support this podcast as well. Thanks. Hannah. True Patriot right. podcast. Is there anything else you want to kind of, tell young people listening to this show trying to find their way athletically career wise um you know just the any tidbits that helped you throughout your life that kind of landed you where i think you're where you're supposed to be yeah um, um what what 
what advice could you offer a young person trying to figure things like this out? I think first and foremost, um, a couple of mantras, I guess, that I live by is controlling what you can control. So control the controllable, um, you know, whether that's, you know, attitude, effort. I think those are just very uh, important. You can't control whether, you know, people like you or, or whatever it might be. Um, yeah. Or if anybody signs up for my math ha- half marathon, you can't control that. But as long as you put in the effort and, you know, provide what you can, that's obviously important. And then the second thing, um, the old Tim Kite event plus response equals outcome. Um, you can't always control events, events in your life. Um, and sometimes you can't control outcomes, but controlling how you respond to them. Um, so choosing your response, I think is really important. And, you know, that obviously makes a difference. Respond better is really what I, I try to do, uh, even sometimes when you don't want to, but I like that. That's a great, two great, uh, words of advice there. Thanks. Thanks. Anything else, Jake? No, I really appreciate you taking the time to come hang out with us and, you know, let us dive into your life. Um, yeah, I, thanks, guys. I I really enjoyed it. I hope you come back sometime. And you know, even if we don't talk about you know your life and all that, you can just come bullshit with us. Yep, I'd love to anytime. <laughs> all right, that's the show. Okay, <laughs> freedom, <them> mom. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. We'll see you later.